Boys and girls, moms and dads, welcome back to Pin to Pin, the volleyball podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Tolman. Beside me here to my right is Danger Will Robinson. And we've got our producer behind the screen over there, Noah Cotterman. Let's get this show rolling. We are back. You were back. High five. Back. Yep, there it is. That's a third high five of, uh, third of, many, of our... Many of our, to come. Many to come. Today is January 1, 2022. 2022. Yeah, crazy. We are uh, turning the calendar over. It's been a while since we recorded our last podcast. Busy times. <laughs> School ended for me. We we're busy doing that. And then we were right, traveling. Boys regionals. Then we went to Reg- SoCal yeah. Cup. And then we went to COVID. Yeah, Will got Will got quarantined for a little bit. Like every other person. Noah was living on the west side. And uh, so we finally got to got to kind of meet up, but uh, we're excited to be here. And so uh, recording another so episode. So to be back. They say it's like riding a bike. I kind of feel like uh, this is our first episode again. It's been so long, right? Yeah. It took you three tries for the intro. That's all you need to know. People. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> here's a question for you. Noah, what's your New Year's resolution? Oh, God. You're just going to put me on, on just spot. Right on spot. That's what how we it? know it's organic. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've thought of one, honestly. Yeah, neither have I. I just thought maybe you had. Already procrastinating. Yeah, to for sure. To be less procrastinating. There it is. There it is. Will, you got one? I don't believe in I don't believe in resolutions. Okay, neither do I. Yeah. I actually have never done them. Yeah. Glad uh, I, this. That's amazing. <laughs> we didn't talk about this, people. No, we, we don't believe in them, um, I guess. I, I actually am... I'm resolving to be more to have more resolve well your family said to be nicer yeah Is L- that lily that? wants me to be nicer i just am sarcastic with her no, she's a 14 year old girl she needs me to be yeah, nicer get over it, no, I, I i uh i think i'm gonna try to have more resolve this year can you less, give me an example less quit less like you know because mamba mentality stuff happens right <laughs> like you get oh man like uh, stuff's hard right now like life's hard or so like this, more perseverance yeah maybe Almost. a little bit of that just just okay just less kind of negative talk when stuff gets tough like hey it is what it is mm-hmm. more resolved to just keep plugging away working towards a goal that we have laugh whatever, at your pain that is. maybe a little bit of that laughter's good my uh that that wildfire that went through boulder yeah my family lost the or my my cousin lost her house and they laughed at it because that's all you can do. That's literally all you can do. It, it was, yeah. they had 10 minutes to leave their crap. Oh, that sucks. And, but they are laughing about it. They're posting it on social media. Like, look at our house. It's what, what gone. a life it had. <laughs> RIP. Like it's all you uh, can do. Dude. Yeah. Well, at that point there's not, yeah. No, it's, like the old saying, cry over spilled milk. Yeah. It's yeah. Tough. Hopefully it's almond milk. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on if you're lactose or not. Um, so what's on this episode today, Ryan? Last episode, we talked about, you know, just kind of introducing kids to volleyball, right? You know, you got an athlete talked about the the benefits of playing volleyball and some other sports, stuff like that. And then we talked about kind of where to get them started, YMCA, Mm -hmm. things like that. Uh, today we're going to talk about something that I think the three of us are, are pretty, pretty well versed at. And that's the club volleyball world and the prep volleyball world. And, you know, we're going to, we're going to kind of analyze club volleyball to the point where like, where do you, where do you find it? What's the, what, what, what's the difference between clubs? What are you looking for? Stuff like that. And then just, just kind of juxtapose that with the high school stuff. Cause I think a lot of people get those two things, not necessarily mixed up, right? Cause they're different seasons or whatever, but they almost feel synonymous, but they're very different. Yes. 
Very different. So we're going to talk maybe a little bit about that and hopefully help some people navigate um, what that looks like. I don't know. This episode is probably more for moms and dads than boys and girls. But, but knowledge I, is power. Yeah. So hopefully we, we say some things today that will help you along the way a little bit, give you an idea kind of what, what to expect in the volleyball, the volleyball world. When it comes to club, let's start there. Um, I think the biggest question that I get f- from people who are looking is, well, aren't they all the same? Aren't all clubs, I mean, they kind of all offer the same thing, don't they? No, because every club has their own culture. Every club has their own philosophies. Every club. So I think we throw that word around a lot. Which one? Culture. Yep, we do. Um, It's a buzzword in the coaching and team world. And yeah. What is it? How you do things. What does it mean? How you do things. Okay. How you do things. Is your culture? Yes. And my, that's how we've always defined it. Right. How we do it, how we like your approach to like you break your ankle, like that your culture is going to define how you act, like the resolve, right? Right, right. Show up to practice, be supportive of your teammates. What do we care about? If you're late. Uh I think I like that more than what what we do, what we care about. Yeah. Value. Well, that's going to be like your core values that are in your, your culture. Right. So, so since we're at Aspire, what, what, what would you say? our culture is I mean, what do we care about i know what i care about you boys, go first boys you're girls. the director i know right Let, well at, from the from the director point of view on the boys side yeah speak so, so you can tell people what what you want so the things that that matter to me as a as a volleyball director boys boys yeah. and girls are very different we've talked a little bit about oh, that yeah. before for me the things that matter the most are that the boys that enter our club feel comfortable there. They feel safe and that it's a place. And I, I steal this quote from Karch Karai. It's a place of becoming, not a place of being. Okay. I think it's really That's important. A good one. I haven't heard that one. I want our boys to grow, to learn, right. And then to feel ownership of where they are, right. When they walk through the door, I want them to feel like, Oh, I'm home. I'm at my place. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of, that's, that's, that's kind of the thought that I have. Um, and then, and then when you do things the right way, I think the winning happens and you know, no, the, I winning, don't, the winning doesn't matter if you like it, it, it should, it, right. It, it, it's all, it's almost like a bonus, right? Because if this is what we signed up for and we don't get our wins, we're okay with it right. because this is what we signed up for. We're pumping out really cool humans, dude, human beings. Yeah. They learn how to be men in our program and they they will all come back in the gym and they will be so honest Men- about what they were mentors. Land Landon others. Fuller is the one that comes to mind every time yeah. that how old is he now? Noah, you coach so him junior, junior. So in college, is he 21 junior, now or so, is he 20? Uh, I think he's still 20. Almost that, 21. that guy started volleyball four years ago. Correct. He started as a sophomore. sophomore year. That dude in four years has changed so much. Yeah, like the amount of growth that man has had. Right. And I think a lot of them are that way. Yeah. I, mean, I look at my own boys and, and they go, they, they entered our gym as little boys and they're leaving as men. And I think that for me, for me, that's the most important part. You know, when I'm looking for coaches and stuff and we're trying to, we're trying to staff our teams, I'm looking for, for guys and gals who know volleyball, obviously, but who are just really good people on top of it. I, I need somebody, I need you to mentor these kids. Because volleyball is going to stop for all of them at some point. And for most of them, it stops sooner rather than later. 
especially on so, the boys' side. Yeah. So, what lessons are you leaving them? Life lessons are you leaving them when they when they're finished playing volleyball at Aspire? That that's the stuff that matters to me. I know that winning is a big component of of club volleyball. Right, we got to win, mm-hmm. and I know that the kids really want to win. Moms and dads want to win. Um, but uh, I winning think is important. growing. Winning's part of the process, yeah. right? So what do you think? I mean, is, and I know you and I are kind of lockstep with some of that. Yeah, we're pretty, stuff, we're but. pretty, I think the biggest thing that I tell every one of my 16s teams, just be a good learner and good things will happen. The second you don't listen to your coaches, your family, whoever, you're probably not going to do well. Yeah. You're just not. Right. And that, once again, I'll bring it like Landon. That was the one when he just started learning from everyone and not feeling like it was an attack on him. Yeah. He'll even tell you that. Yeah, Dak, Dak's my, my yep. son, Dak, same way. It's like, no, we're not attacking you, dude. Yeah. Like, you don't, everything's fine. Right. We're just trying to make you better. Right, and right. when the, the kid understands that, the athlete understands that, they grow so much more. So I would say philosophically, I care the most about like the learning because yeah. if you're just a really good learner mm-hmm. and you're, you don't like being bad. I I like you. I think, and I, think, I like you a lot. <laughs> I think that's something you've added to our club a lot. Like I think coaches have kind of drawn from that too. I know I have spending time with you, just the learning side of volleyball and how much you can learn just the game for one, but then how you can apply that. Everything. Life. Yeah, yeah. It's great. So how do you find, like, how do you, here's the part. Okay, cool. I, I need culture, right? I need, I need my kid to be in a, in a good environment. Yeah. And then how, how do you know that environment? <laughs> right. How do you find it? Yeah. It's hard. I think you, you go to as many open houses, open gyms yeah. to see if you can identify the culture and the f- philosophical reasons, like the coaches are doing things. But, so I think but gotta, I think it takes time. Yeah, and it, you gotta you, ask the right questions. I think that's the biggest problem. That is, what's the best question to ask a director? Like, not a bad question because um, we get bad questions. Well, we do. yeah. I mean, listen, as a director, I would love it if people ask me how I selected my coaches. That's a great one. I don't know that people ask that question. I've never been asked that question. No. Right? Like, how did you pick the coaches that are coaching? My, Why her? Fifteen. Why him? Yeah. Or, you know, whatever the sixteen team. And people don't ask those questions like, oh, well, am I going to, you know, are you going to make me play outside? Are you going to make me play middle? Am I going to play a lot? Am I going to play at all? You know, they ask the, I think they're, they're asking the about, wrong questions. Yeah, it's about them, which I get. This is a mean you know, society. So Playing time is always the number always. one question that comes out. And I don't know that it's the number one reason why you pick a club is playing time. We have a girl on the 16s and she gave one of those great mature statement she's like i want to be the worst player on the team and i want to learn as much as i can this year and if i don't play i don't play it's a great mindset that's a great mindset because yeah. then if you do end up getting your way into the starting role oh cool yeah i did it the right way right. Yeah, yeah yeah good for her Th- those are she those are the cool parents hey I, I have no idea but i'm guessing <laughs> yeah. she's got some something's good <laughs> all right so let's say you identify a club that's got some good culture and there are some great clubs in arizona that have phenomenal culture Really, really good culture. And we can name a bunch of them, but we won't. Okay. We'll just tell everybody that Aspire's got the best culture. Sure. <laughs> um, but we, re- we, I have a lot of respect for a lot of different clubs around Arizona, different things they do. And, you know, you, you kind of see how they operate and you pick and choose stuff that, that, that they do really well. I think the number one thing that people look for is, is, is how, what team can I get on? And how competitive are they? That's going to be our next one that right. we're talking so, about, right? So are, so are you looking for a ones team or are the twos teams okay? Or even a threes team? Boys and girls, a little different each one of them, right? But yeah. but 
let's say I've got a, a daughter. You do? Still girls. I do have a yep, daughter, yep. actually. <laughs> we don't even have to say that. Yeah, I you, have yeah. one. <laughs> so let's look at Lily, for example. So, uh, you know, she's going to go to Spire because that's where dad is, right? There's, mm-hmm. there's, no, there's no shopping that around. But I suppose she's on her 15 twos team. She's playing with me on our 15 black team in Aspire. I'm coaching that team this year. And uh, I think that she is in a great spot. She probably could make a ones team in another club somewhere, potentially. But uh, I think she's in a really good spot. And the reason why is because she's getting great coaching. Yeah, Birdo is great. (laughs) Birdo is great. Birdo is phenomenal. It's part of it. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to toot my own horn there. She's getting great coaching. That's a great shoes to have. <laughs> she's going to play yeah. a ton. And it's it's good competition. She's not the best player. She's not the worst player. She's right in the middle. And so it's a good environment for her to learn how to be a leader, for her to 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 try things and make mistakes and have to be okay. Yeah. Um, you got to find the right fit, man. And it's I think, hard to. I wish more people, especially for the girls, I wish more of them would look at it and be like, hey, guess what? It's okay that you're on a twos team. For a lot of reasons. Because a twos team, I mean, not all twos teams are built the same. I get that, right? You don't, I mean, coaches matter. Team matters, right? If the twos team is just, if they're, if it's awful and you're the best player, that make, that's tough. That is tough. But kids too, all too often just think it's one or bust. Yeah. Well, it's like the D1 mindset. I have to go D1 or else I'm a failure kind of thing. It's the status. It's the it's status and keeping up with the Joneses. That's loud. That's a new boom mic, and we're learning. Yeah, that you, that was really loud. <laughs> all over that arm. You don't yeah. like that cord in your way. No. Um, yeah, it's it's a tough. Find feel. your fit. I For tell sure. all my girls, I don't care what team you're on. I don't want you playing all the time, and I don't want you sitting all the time. Hopefully, right. you can find that balance. Well, we want kids to. I, I, from you know, and I talk to parents to open houses and stuff girls parents more than boys boys parents are funny they're the, i don't know what they look like until <laughs> the first tournament <laughs> right yeah maybe not will, even the first tournament the boys will come to 12 open gyms and you won't even know what their who their parents are they won't line up and ask a question they just they're like oh, i like that place i'll yeah. go there that's where my friends um, are okay yeah, i guess cool. you're going to aspire my, my high school coach is there or whatever right it's it's Our pretty pools. it's pretty funny yeah you don't get a lot of like yeah i'm gonna maybe try some other clubs like well this is where i'm going this is it um, but so the girls, like they just, they pick and choose based on t- level of team. I think it's a status thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not based on development and it's not based on, it's not all the time. Yeah. yeah. It's true. It's really sad. I, how, how do you fix it? I don't know. I think that's a bigger problem than volleyball. I think that's, you know, it, it's a lot of money to play club volleyball. It is it's a lot of money. I don't pay it. Thank goodness. You are in the right position. Yeah. I, well, I'm in the position for a lot of reasons. Yeah. And number one is I don't want to pay for it. I get it. Right. Um, but if you're paying for something, like, I don't know what the best analogy is here. Like, if you're going to pay for, I went golfing today, by the way. I'm so surprised. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It was windy. It was f- brutal wind. Did you go by yourself? No, I went with Fred and Mike and Jeff. Who won? I did. Got second. Uh, I got everyone has to know this stuff. Come on, man. Please tell me Fred got to pay for Fred's golf so he can. No, I did not pay for Fred's golf this time. But anyway, so (laughs) I I went golfing today, and let's. So I, I, you know, you pay money to play golf, and then wintertime in Arizona, it's expensive, right? So if I pay money to play golf, I have a certain expectation of what that 
what that round of golf is going to give me, right? You know, I'm going to pay for a cart. I'm going to have, you know, a reasonable expectation that the, the grass is there, hopefully green, right? That the greens are smooth and I can putt and, you know, that the, the cart girl drives around a couple of times. And, if yeah. we, you know, if we're thirsty or hungry, like there's reasonable expectations of what I get when I pay for that round. Well, when you pay for club volleyball, there has to be reasonable expectations. It's what you get to pay. You don't want to have the unknown. Yeah. yeah. I go buy a car. There's a reasonable expectation that the money I put into this car is going to, you know, the car is going to not break and yeah. it's going to get me where I need to go. We could come up with a ton of different analogies. So but, then how do you know what that is? So, but what are the, I don't, what are parents looking for? What is their reasonable expectation for paying $6,000 for their kid to play club volleyball? And that's low. Probably a scholarship is going to be number one, I think. Okay, that's the end, right? But each season. During, oh, yeah. yeah well, let's I, just break it down. Like, each season. All I'm looking for right now is Lily's, like, we're back to Lily, right? Her freshman 15s year of club volleyball. The reasonable expectation for me as I pay for it, what is it? I mean, obviously, I, everybody's probably got something different, but what is it? For you? To get her ready to play at the next level in high school is probably the correct mindset. Because uh-huh. club is the like the stepping stone for your high school to get you up to a higher level, right? So he's talking out of the side of his mic. He's like this. Well, I want to see you. I, I don't want to. Hey gotta, guys, I'm talking to Tolman this way. You gotta, you the gotta mic ju- moves. The mic does move, but it makes see noises. That's all right. We're learning how to use the boom mic. Everyone. So yeah, that's I, what I would think. Kind of right. just the growth per year, and hopefully. But that's, that's, yeah. but that's for me, uh, for me, that's my reasonable expectation. I want my daughter to learn, grow, develop, be ready to play JV volleyball at Perry high school next year. Yeah. Right. I don't think that's a reasonable, I think, I don't think that's the expectation of every mom and dad. And I think that's why when you do the open houses, they need to be honest with you what they want out of it and then you hear what the kid wants out of it and hopefully it matches up well because you end up getting parents who are like oh we lost oh no <laughs> so mad that we lost being it's, out on day one at a qualifier yeah that's that's hot never that, done that before <laughs> <laughs> colorado when i was at the final four yeah i met that that uh, coach that we coached again in that death pool with her daughter Remember oh, the, the, yeah, she was gnarly. The she was, was gnarly. gnarly. And she was like, that is the gnarliest pool I've ever been in. That was, and she felt bad for us. That was the match even, when I chucked my notebook and got a red card. Yep. You're not I can't moment. even remember the like lady. I, I totally remember. It, yeah. The Southern Belle. Like, right? The bump. She's got a bump it. I, the huge bump it. I got like, nothing, dude. Biggest I don't bump know. it. I remember. Uh, the ref. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So... Uh, I think that's the, where the disconnect happens when people are looking for clubs. They, ex, they have this expectation that they, that they need to win. They want to win. Oh my gosh, we have to win to validate who we are spending all yes. of this money instead of looking at it. I like my daughter has, has improved, right? Like where she was on tryout day to where to she is now. Like, Oh my gosh, look how much better she's gotten. Yeah. Isn't that the reasonable expectation for spending $6,000 to play club volleyball? I think it makes I, I tell this to every team. I say, I say, you guys as athletes, you guys are going to have a great life. Athletes turn out to be awesome humans. Because Most of the time. Like, like they, but, but all what, these parents teaches, were athletes, dude? No. Well, not my parents. A lot of these parents of, of these kids were athletes. At Aspire. Yeah, you're right. So what, what happened to the... No offense, parents. 
I don't and know. Not, and not all you parents are bad. They're great parents. I don't want everybody to think that, oh my gosh, these, you know, we're, we're painting them all into this one picture. I think it's, I think it's important though, for us to say how we feel as coaches about like, you know, the right. worst part of our job is dealing with the parents because usually they're not telling us what they expect. Right. And that open line of communication is so, so good. Like, this is what I want. Like Sean Miller is one of my favorite parents. Yes. Yeah. He is so like, right. This, and he yeah. will tell you, this is what I want for my kid. Well, and he doesn't, he's not, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't flip flop. No, nope. this is what I want. And right. we can lose a tough game. It's okay. He's going to stick to what he right. said. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that's, I, I wish that we shout out Sean. Maybe, I like yeah. You. Right. Maybe we should have a, a parent seminar. I'm all for it. Because you, you get these parents who are they're, they're like, oh, well, my, I just want my kid to play. I just, I just need to see him in the game. And that validates money, too. It does. I paid a lot of money. The, my kid's over there in uniform. I, I need to see him on the court. I get that part. So everybody should play. I think it, at all levels, at some point during a day of volleyball, your they kid probably should be on the every court. Every kid should yeah. see the court at some point, right? And there are some who don't. There are places who don't. There are clubs who don't. High school is very different too. We'll get to that yeah, in a minute. Very different. Yeah. But so I that I think people need to just realize, like, listen, I need my kid to play. Doesn't need to play a ton, but development, like the winning, because then it happens. Like, well, everybody played, but we lost. Okay. Oh gosh, disaster. We lost. Yeah. He's, so it's a, he's out there damn playing. You do, damn he's you out do. there yeah. playing that kid again. His, him and his got lineups. He's got all these. I love, that's my favorite. The, 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 the parents are like, God, a different lineup again. <laughs> Super funny, dude. If you would have watched Nebraska's lineup this year, it changed like 20 times. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, they're deep, right? It's all like, relative. Yeah, all it's relative, all relative, right? Man. Yeah. What his a, roster is, is what we think our, like, it's all the same. Yeah. Play everybody. Yeah. And, and, and it's hard because winning matters, right? At the end of the day. It does. You're playing a sport to win, right? Well, why you play to win the game, right? Why else would we do it? You know what I mean? So I, that's a hard deal. It is. Um, especially when money's involved. And yeah. that's where the biggest thing in club is, is you got this financial commitment that right. you don't want to see go to waste. Yeah. I wish more people would, um, more parents along those lines would just look at, like I'm see that they're paying more for practice. That's something that needs to get talked N about more. Not a game. Not a game. We're talking about practice, man. Practice. I wish that they would, I wish that they would do, would see that is the big chunk of what they're paying for. And they don't. They see it as game day. I'm paying for game day. Mm -hmm. And that's you, just... You earn game day through practices. Right. Yeah. Um, what we got on the docket next? Well, uh, we're looking at... Oh, here. Private lessons. Okay. It's another thing you could pay for. Are, is high school after this? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you're... We're uh, uh, this is uh, Yamashiro's alley. I know. He He's has done more... Him and Legay have done more private lessons than any other human I've ever seen in my life. Karen's been doing... It. Does, she she yeah, does a lot too, too, yeah. I... I what hate, is your opinion of private lessons? hate private lessons. It's Tell the, the people why. Biggest waste of time. Okay. Why? It's such a... It, it's such a sterile environment. Define um, that to a, a person that doesn't well, understand... So volleyball is very random. Very. You know? Ball bounces in weird ways and... So if you, you know, you get in a closed environment, sterile environment where I'm just going to toss this perfect ball to you and you're going to jump up and hit it, 
the benefits, I, I get it. They're there, right? You want re- repetition. You want muscle memory, stuff like that. Um, and, and I guess it's, it mirrors maybe me going out in the shoot, shooting 500 jump shots in the front yard every, every, but did you have a guy there? I didn't. See? And, and, but basketball's a little easier. You more self-sufficient. Yeah. Yeah. But so private lessons for me only go so far, although I've seen kids take them and they seem to improve. Uh, but there's always, you, you got to get on the court with other kids, right? Yeah. Um, Andrew, Andrew does, Yamashiro does a lot of group lessons which is cool he'll get two or three kids in and that that has a little bit more benefit to me i think the one-on-one is only beneficial when the kid is working on something specific that they know they're bad at Mm -hmm. so then they can leave saying i have knowledge on this thing i wasn't good at and now i have some more mechanics not drills but like uh, movements that can help me with that right and i can implement it in my next practice most private lessons are truthfully going to be like affirmation and confidence boosting. Yeah. So the kid leaves feeling like they're on top of the world. <laughs> yeah, like my coach told me they, I did a great exactly. job. Exactly. So I think you're going to see most private lessons help the mental health of the athlete more than the actual physical side. But there are certain kids that come into privates that are super locked in and will do video delay, be really specific with what they're doing. But then some kids are just like, toss me a ball. Yeah, I just want to get reps. Mm -hmm. You're just a homie at that point. Yeah, I have done some of those with my own kids. I've I've done one private lesson with one person in my entire life that I got paid for. You did say it was kind of nice getting paid, but you're like, she she flipped me fifty bucks at the end. I was like, that was was cool. But other than that, I spent an hour just, yeah, Yeah. tossing a ball into her. Anyway, Um, I think group lessons, parents, are actually where your biggest bang for your buck is because it's going to be the most random. Um, and it's going to be specific to their position. But right. if your kid is having severe problems with the tech, like a technical side of things, I do think that's a perfect time for one-on-one, but they need mm-hmm. to go in there with intent. They can't just be like, right. I, I, I suck at this. <laughs> so <laughs> serve at me a hundred times. I'm going to be better. All right. So let's finish up. We got a few more minutes left. Let's finish up talking about the difference between club and high school volleyball. Um, you can't necessarily pick your high school, although nowadays, uh, <laughs> nowadays, if you're not picking your high school, you're not doing it the right. The transfer portal is real yeah, in high school real, too. Right? Yeah, yeah. Kids going all over the place, picking their, picking their school before they get there these days. Yes. Especially, especially so, in athletics. Yeah. Good luck with that. If you want to, if you don't want to go to your neighborhood school, you're going to pick your school. Fine. More power to you. So you're there, right? I think the biggest disconnect is that people look at club at high school volleyball as the same as club that, Oh, my kid's going to play. Because it's high school and it feels more family oriented. It feels more team oriented. Like, oh, we're together every day as opposed mm-hmm. to a couple days a week. And go to school together. We to see each other together. in the hallways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you can build a program mm-hmm. more so than you just a team at the club level. Um, so I think people show up and they sit down and they're like, this is it. All right, here goes my kids out there. We're going to be out there, hopefully out there. And... Here we go. This is going to be great. And then the kid doesn't play. Correct. And uh, I learned I learned something. We talked about Fred. Fred Mann, bringing him back around. Great quote. I learned something from Fred Mann a few years ago when I started coaching with him. And this applies so much at all levels, really, at the club and high school. But, you know, he's talking to the parents. He says, 
you need to be careful up in the stands because your friends will lie to you. And they do, right? Mm-hmm. People don't want to be rude. So it's like, why is your kid not playing? No, uh, coach hates him. Yeah. yeah. He Favorite, should, favoritism. He play. Why yeah. is he? I mean, of course. He's so much better than that mm-hmm. other kid. Oh, you see the groups of parents. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you can literally see yeah. it as we're coaching in a live right? match. It's and, hilarious. And they don't, they don't tend to uh, hide their emotions or their facial expressions. Why and, um, but high school volleyball, I love high school volleyball. I do too, because we don't have to play anyone because ever like we don't. Yeah, it, right? you, it, uh, now there uh, is Chandler a pay to play. Yeah, but it's like a, it's 50 bucks. Okay. That's because Mace is not, but I think even $50 in Mace would be fine. Mm -hmm. I think the place is like Higley 150. Do you know? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. There's a, there is a fee at Higley. That was the biggest one I was associated with. So there is that, but that fee goes to what? Coaches stipends. It goes to like equipment and it goes to ref pay. It does not go to playing. Right. Right. So that's where you have to make sure the parents know. Um, you don't have varsity. Friends. You do not get to play. That, I think freshmen you do. And I think that's the best. I honestly think that's the best part about high school sports. I know that sounds weird because everybody no. wants to see the kid there. I think the best part about it is that the winning, the, the winning matters more. Um, you're, you know, and, and you don't have to play everybody and the lessons that are learned from that are incredible. Um, I take a lot of pride in making sure my teams understand the process and the culture and, and what we expect of them and that they're not going to play. And mm-hmm. those are great conversations sometimes to have with kids. I think a lot of coaches are going to shy Roll away. Roll clarity, dude. They're going to shy those away Those hard, hard conversations mm-hmm. where you make a kid cry because you tell them what their role actually is and that's hard. Right. Welcome to life, yeah. by the way. That I totally agree. That's when the kid's going to grow up the most and become maybe a an adult while in high yeah. school. Like I've seen some kids grow up really young Huge because you tell them, no, yeah. Rachel Martinez in, in Colorado. She grew up that first day because she just didn't know. She was educated so much on playing time. Remember that? Yeah. Like kids can just grow up so fast. Right. Like, oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get something now. Yeah. In high school, I think high school is the best place to do it. Unfortunately, this is the unfortunate part. The transfer stuff is, is it happens. So you get kids just running from, do you know who Terry adverse, Pettit is? Adversity. Uh-uh. Okay. So he was the, he was the coach for Nebraska before John okay. Cook. Uh-huh. And he said that transfers. Oh, I mean, I think they've only had like two coaches. Yeah, dude. Fact check us. Fact this, check this is John Cook's like 27. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but Terry Pettit crazy. laid the foundation. Yeah. Right. Okay. And Terry Pettit said transfers, are the scariest thing back then. Yeah. But now it's such a norm that cultures of like uh, the college culture, it's just right. like so much more accepting. But back then he, he, I think he said he only took two transfers ever. I don't, it'd be hard to tra- think running, about Calipari from something, aren't they? Yeah. Or they're, they didn't like something or the coaches. Yeah. Transfers scare me in really? the high school level. Oh, I don't know about time. you. Oh, I don't want to. I don't like transfers. I, I go through probably at least five references when I get a transfer. Yeah. At least. I got to call somebody. Yeah. I got to figure it out. Why is she yeah. coming to me? Why is he right. coming to me? Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like the lessons. You know, kids have a little bit more sense of pride when they put their high school shirt on. Um, you know, they feel like it matters. 
outside yeah. of just them, outside of just the team. Yeah. Club volleyball kind of feels like it matters. Just the, the 12 kids that are in the team and the moms and dads and stuff. You know, it's you bigger walk, than that. Yeah. In the high school. Yeah. Them. And I think those are great life lessons to, to have. And, and I wish that more kids played for their neighborhood school. Cause that's Me where too. the pride develops. Not a lot of pride. If you transfer somewhere, you're playing, you know, four neighborhoods over. How much pride can you have with when you're putting that shirt on? Because you probably did it for the wrong reason. Noah was you, a transfer kid. Here we go. This yeah, is, here, Noah. Why did you transfer? <laughs> no, this is fine. What do you got, Noah? Yeah, um, Noah, why did you transfer? And honestly, yeah. uh, I transferred after... I, I So I came home from tryouts my junior year, and for whatever reason, I did not make the team at Deer Valley. And personally, I thought that I should have, um, you know, my junior and sophomore year. Actually, sorry, I made it my sophomore year, not my freshman year. Um, and I was like, you know what, mom, like they're just for whatever reason, they're not seeing like what I think I'm seeing. And I just, I don't really get along with too many people in the program. So change of scenery. I just wanted something new, something fresh. Like it was different. I wanted to have fun my senior year. And, you know, ultimately I think I did. I found, um, a school that wasn't too far up the road that had two and two or three of my really, really good friends that I played you know, club volleyball with throughout high school and back into middle school. And did you feel a sense of pride when you put that? Was I, it was Ironwood, right? Yes. Um, I did. Yeah. Cause it was like, as much as it wasn't like, Hey, this is the school that I went to. This is where I started. Like, um, it was a little different when I went there because I kind of felt a little bit more, I wouldn't say accepted, but like, we were doing something special because Ironwood never really had, I think the last pretty good Ironwood team was early 2010s, maybe late 2000s with um, Brad Friesen, Alex. Oh Gups, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that group. Um, and other than that, you know, boys volleyball at Ironwood never was really, right. you know, a thing. It's cool to put and, them on the map, so to speak. Yeah. And about halfway through the season, we had, you know, people taking notice from way over here. Um, on the east side of Phoenix and you know we had newspapers that were coming to practices and saying hey like you guys are doing something as and this isn't you know ever that common right um, so yeah I think I had a good amount of pride because of that um, because you know there was a good six or seven of us that worked really hard and we were like you know what we're gonna show people something that Ironwood's never done before yeah that's so. cool yeah, I, that's a success story when it comes to the transfer, to the transfer. stuff. And yeah. there's a lot of them, there obviously, is. but but that was a cool one. Yeah, I just I feel like high school sports allows kids to grow as an as a human being more than club does. You know, I feel like club sometimes is you know it's the technical side. It's the volleyball. It's just volleyball, volleyball, volleyball. Right? You don't have as much opportunity to really talk about you know, the mental stuff and teaching kids how to how to be. You know how to how to how to how to I think be it a helps good person. Practicing on a school campus, yeah, because a lot it, of that. it changes the way the kid. They're not leaving, right? Just the they're not going into a warehouse, yeah, right? right? Like, right? They're staying at the place that they study. That they, yeah. yeah. I also like the fact that kids can't pick their coaches. Yeah, you know, like you could to a certain extent pick your coach in club because you could just go to a different place or whatever. You know, you show up like learn how to deal with a guy or a gal. Learn, you know, learn how to, how to, how to meld 
personalities and stuff together and how to deal with somebody that you might not get along with. Those yeah. Are huge lessons to have. Um, because it's going to happen, right? Moving forward. And, you know, when you get to college, I mean, that stuff's going to happen, right? We like, have I mean, conflict. Yeah. Like, well, it, oh, yeah. It, it is what it is. Part of part of the reason I think we're good at it is because yeah. we've played sports. But, you know, you look at, um, you know, like my son Dax, he's playing at Benedictine and he's learning really quick how to deal with somebody that he doesn't see eye to eye with all the time. And that's a welcome. Yeah. yeah. That's great because for him. He played for dad a lot. He did. And if you didn't see eye to eye with dad, <laughs> It, the conversation was different than if yeah. you don't see eye to eye with a coach, right? Very so different. He's, he's that, grown he's up. He's going to grow are, up a ton, as much are, as he might not like right. it right now. It, it's hard. It, looking back, dude, five years from now, he's gonna be like, "That was good for yeah. me." No, it's but it's, it's hard when you're in the thick of it. It can be hard. Part of the process. So anyway, uh, we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, that was a good one. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that a lot. That was a good conversation. Hopefully, you know, you, you viewers out there. Sorry for the break. It was idea. not intentional. Yeah. We're, we'll try to get back on track here. And, the holidays kind of. Uh, we'll we'll see you guys real soon. So uh, hit that subscribe button, the like button. Send us a comment if you have any. Um, you know, mail us a check, donation. Donations are awesome. <laughs> we have to pay for subscriptions. Yeah, because um, we're gonna get it. We're gonna uh, tell the people about spot that we have a lot of questions about that, Noah. So tell people what we need to get that to happen. Uh, yeah, so pretty much um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, they have like a recurring like m- membership uh, fee if you upload um, podcasts using their services. So um, something we're looking to get kind of rolling here probably within the next week or so. It's coming um, very soon. So it'll be here soon. It'll be easier Definitely for you guys. I know yeah. it's not easy listening to YouTube in your car. So we're yeah. working on it. Well, spread the spread the word. Share the podcast with others. And uh, we appreciate you. Yeah, thanks we know for, you're out there. Thanks for watching. Right now, we did some analytics. Should we let me in on the analytics? Yeah, yeah, we did no, some no, analytics. No. Eight, <laughs> eight minutes is the average viewer, so you probably didn't get this far. But if you did, you're a real one, and we're thankful for that. And uh, we will see you guys very soon. Thank you very much. Peace. Later.